I feel like the only times I've really ever been good at like receiving help is like when I get to that point of desperation mm-hmm. that I like I can't do it on my own. Um, and I've come to that point a couple of times, like not just when I got sober, but also in sobriety. I'm Hannah Jane. And I'm Sierra, and this is Detached. We're two women in our mid-20s who have a lot to say about literally everything. We try to focus on what we have learned through our emotional and spiritual growth. We're here to have open, vulnerable, and sometimes pretty hard conversations with each other. Just a reminder, we don't speak for any 12-step programs. All we have are our own stories to share. We are so excited to go on this journey with you all. Let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to Detached. I'm Hannah Jane. And I'm Sierra. And we have no direction for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) We have a general topic, but (laughs) the direction, who knows where it will go, which I feel like is most, like that happens with most of our conversations, right? I mean, that's what I feel, but I feel like they always end up pretty awesome and amazing personally but um our general topic we're going to be talking about help and I think that can mean about 500 bajillion things and hopefully we'll be able to talk about those 500 bajillion things in this episode but I don't know I think I've been thinking about help lately just when it comes to like life in general Um, I mean, I'm like weirdly good at asking for help, but I think that's taken so much time. And I think, I think it's because I was so bad at asking for help for so long. And then I kind of had like a little explosion inside of myself where I was like, oh my God, I just can't do everything by myself anymore. And now I just ask for help when I just can't do like the smallest thing. I'm like, oh, I need help can you help me? Can you do this? Can you do that? Which I think has been really healing for me to be able to ask for help so openly because I think asking for help can be really, I mean, I know for a fact that it can be really hard because it has been really hard for me because at the root of it, I think asking for help makes you so vulnerable. Like you're so vulnerable. You're so kind of exposed where it's like, I don't know how to do something, or I don't know what to do in this situation and reaching out to someone and asking for help. You're like putting your whole self on the line there kind of. So I don't know. Welcome to my, um, word vomit. (laughs) Asking for help is hard. Like, I don't know why it's so hard. Like I feel guilty when I ask for help. Um, and I don't know if that just stems from like, that I'm like, I, I have to know how to do everything on my own. And I also feel yeah. like, yeah, like, I also feel like I've sort of, sort of been like a hyper independent person. Like, you know, like I, I have to do everything and I have to prove to everybody and myself that I can do everything. Um, but even when I ask for help, like, I just feel like I'm like, oh, I'm being a burden to somebody else, you know? 
Yeah. And I think I used to feel like that. And then I realized that people actually really enjoy helping other people. And it doesn't make you any less independent by asking for help, which is really cool. Yeah. It's that I think it, I think it's really empowering because now I know that I rather I rather ask for help than try and do something by myself a thousand times and continue to fail. I'm fine with failing. Don't get me wrong. I think that you need to fail to learn and to do better and whatever. But I also think that asking for help is such a valuable skill to have in the workplace, at home, in communication with your partner. Like in so I mean, asking for help is so invaluable. Mm-hmm. And I think for so long, I had such a hard time asking for help because my mind was really in that place of if I'm asking for help, I I'm a failure. Like I'm failing because I can't figure it out by myself. And that was really overpowering and I'm not perfect, which is I'm shocked about right No, I'm kidding, but it's just, I think I had a really, really hard time understanding that asking for help doesn't make you any less independent. It doesn't make you, it doesn't make you a failure. It doesn't make you, it doesn't, I don't know. It just. I've really had this shift over the past, I probably maybe year and a half on feeling very empowered, asking for help and asking questions. Um, But yeah, it's really hard. I do feel guilty. Like, I think that, you know, that guilt feeling is very alive and well and understandable because at least for me, when I used to ask for help, I felt like a burden and I didn't want to put anything else on other, on someone else. But I also, it's important to recognize that like, that's not your job. It's not your job to think that you're going to be a burden on someone else. If, if you like, if they can't handle it, it's their work to say no. It's their work to be able to put up that boundary. It's not your job. It's your job to be able to do what you need to do for yourself. And if someone can't support you in the way that you need, that's fine. That's totally understandable. Like that's the boundary that they have to put up for themselves. And I've definitely been on the receiving end of people needing support that I can't give them, you know? and. I think, I mean, there's, for me at least, I feel guilty in not being able to give someone what they need, but I also need to be healthy with the boundaries that I put up for myself on what I can do or what I can't do. Um, But yeah, sorry, I don't know if that really makes sense, but yeah. (laughs) No, it definitely does. And like, you know, I think we've talked about this on the podcast before too, but like, what helps me is like reminding myself that like asking for help gives somebody else the opportunity to be of service, you know? And like, like I just recently, somebody asked me for help and like, I was just like, oh my gosh, like it's just, it's such a cool, it just all balances back. Right. Because it's like, I was sitting in, you know, kind of the anxiety and like the stress of like a lot of things going on in my life right now. Like trying to find a new job and like all these different moving parts, like this new relationship and like everything, you know, just kind of like stressed out and just not knowing like what to do next. And like literally 
in the middle of like, or like right after I finished journaling and stuff, like I got a text from somebody like asking for help. And like right then and there, like I was presented the opportunity like to be of service for somebody else and like help somebody with that. And like, that is, that was not a burden at all. And I, you know, I know like asking for help is so hard and, and you feel like that. So it's like, it helps to put myself in like the other person's shoes of like, okay, if it, if it was me being on the receiving end, like if I'm able to help, like, of course I'm going to, you know, I feel like, especially in like the AA program, like, you know, we can't keep it, you know, unless we give it away. And, um, yeah. And like, I don't know, like what keeps coming up for me is I keep thinking about, like, it's really hard. Like, again, it's just me overthinking, like all these moving parts of like, how this can work. Like I'm, I'm in a long distance relationship. I'm trying to find a new job. Like I want something fully remote so that I can, you know, go see my partner like once a month, but then I'm like, who's going to watch my cat. And I'm like panicking about asking somebody to watch my cat. Cause I'm like, well, I'm going out of town, like, you know, next week. And I'm, I've already asked two people to watch like her for the whole week. And I'm like, I've used up all my favors. Like I, I can't ask for any more help. I can't ask for anyone else to cast it. Like what, what is that? Like, like, what's so that? like what? I'm like, that's it. I'm tapped out for the next two months. I can't ask anybody for anything else because it's too much. And it's my problem. It's nobody else's problem. Therefore I, I don't like deserve to, to like get help from anybody, which now I'm just figuring this out. I'm saying this all out loud and I'm learning this, that this is where it's coming from is that I'm like, oh, I, I don't like, I don't deserve to have that like help from anybody. Um, and I want to give you a literal huge hug because <laughs> like the deserving of help thing is mm-hmm. so real. <laughs> I mean, I think we've talked about, um, on this, like on the podcast about kind of like keeping score. It's mm-hmm. like, you do something for someone, they do something for you, you do something, blah, blah, blah. And then it all evens out. Right. But it's like, I think it's such an insane way to think that like, uh, that just everyone's keeping score, which right. like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I know, you know, but it's also for, it's an unhealthy way of thinking, or at least for me, it has been because it's like, if someone wants to do something, let them, you know, like let them do that. And also if you ask the worst that could happen is that someone would say no. And then you ask someone else and maybe the answer could be yes. I think, I think my, I was so exhausted by not asking for help and putting all of these burdens on myself that I I came to a point of like, contention just in my brain where I was like oh my god like I literally can't do all of this by myself and if I keep doing it by myself I'm gonna like have a breakdown like I I was like en route to like an emotional breakdown of trying to put stuff on myself and then I started just asking little things like hey would you mind you know doing this would you mind doing that and I realized how much my like life opened up. And mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, wait, you're telling me like I can ask people to like support me or I can ask people to like help me. And I'm I'm not gonna like disintegrate to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was so hard, but I I understand with like, you know, 
the watching the animal thing because I have a dog and I get it. And it's like, it's stressful. Those little tiny things are stressful, but asking for help is kind of crazy or not asking for help is crazy, but like the thought kind of like behind asking for help and all the things that could possibly go wrong. It's like, well, don't live in the wreckage of the future. It's just not worth your time. (laughs) Right. Right. And like you said too, you know, if somebody can't help with something like that, then they'll say no. And like, if they can't say no, then it's like, just like with me, like I need to work on setting my own boundaries. And like, that's, that's their responsibility to do. I don't know. It's just, it's such a weird, yeah, it's such a weird thing. Like I, I also was thinking about too, like when you're talking about keeping score, like, I don't know what, what it is, but I do, I notice myself constantly, like I'll like want to take some, I'll like want to get coffee with somebody or like go out and get breakfast. Like I always will try to pay like as soon as, like, I, like, I want to pay for the other person. Like I never want the other person. And like this happened recently. And like, my friend was like, you got dinner like the other night, like, let me pay for this. I was like, no, 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 no. Like, let, let me pay for it. Let me, like, I already paid for it. You can't bet me. Like, blah, blah, blah. like, I'm just like, like, no. <laughs> like, do not do something nice. Do like, I, I, it just like, is we- this weird thing of like, maybe it's that I feel like I like, I don't want to have to like, I don't know if it's like that someone yeah like that I don't want to have to owe someone or I don't want somebody to feel like they owe me like I don't know it's just yeah it's like I I'm definitely working on my relationship with money that's the other thing too like you know feeling like you know like over like overcompensating almost you know I don't know um but that's a whole nother topic yeah. <laughs> no that's it's interesting because I went to breakfast with my friend the other day and I hadn't seen him in like you know a year and a half two years and like the check came and you know I like put my card out for us to like split it or whatever and he was like what if I just took you to breakfast and I was like okay yeah I just said okay and Good. I, I was so proud of myself because that's like so uncharacteristic of me. I'd yeah. be like, no, 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 I can't. Ah, yeah. But I like, you know what? Why not? They're offering. Right. Let them. Yeah. Let them, you know, <laughs> like just, just let them. And I was like, okay. Um, and that was like, so crazy. I was like, are you sure? Like, really? I, we can split in time. <laughs> I know. Well, it's like, I do the same thing too. I don't know if I think a lot of people tend to do this, but I think women, especially like, I know that when I text and I ask somebody like, I'm like, Hey, like, could you help me with this? But like, also if you can, it's totally fine. Like, don't even worry about it. Like, tell me, no, tell me I'm terrible. Like, I don't know. I don't even care. Could you, but like, it's totally okay. Like, don't worry. It's like not a big deal. Like, I'm so sorry. I even asked. Oh my God. That is so accurate. It's insane. <laughs> Wouldn't you love to just be like, hey, could you help me with this period send? Period send. No, but I could never do that because then I'd be like, oh my God, Sierra, how have you, the audacity that you have to just flat out ask for help and like not, like, 
it, it's the people pleasing thing, right? Like, it's oh. like, oh, I don't want somebody to feel burdened by this. So I'm going to make, I'm going to send, it's going to be my text. The question of me asking for help is going to be about 20% of my text. The other 80% is going to be me telling them how okay it is for them to say no. Well, my, my like 80% is going to be me apologizing for asking for help. Exactly. It's <laughs> like, like, I'm, apology, so like cool. I'm like, yeah. I'm so sorry. Like I have nobody else to ask. I don't know what I think it's just, well, I think that's like, uh, that's just like healing that I have to do yeah. for a very long time is <laughs> not apologize. Oh my God. I apologize like way too much. It's kind of crazy. I'm like, Hey, would you mind grabbing this out of the fridge? I'm sorry for asking. No, I know. Even when I go to your house, I'm like, can I borrow a spoon? I'm like, I'm so sorry that I'm using this. Like, it's so insane. Yeah. <laughs> oh my Being god. People pleaser is so insane. It's oh my god. So crazy. And it just cracks me up because I'm thinking about like you know, if my brother needed help for something, like he'd just text me and be like, Hey, can you help me with this? Like, and like yeah. that's it. And I'd be like, Oh my God, of course. And then, like, that's, that's that, you know, he's not like, Oh, I'm so sorry for asking my sister for help with something like, no. How dare I ask for help? Like what? No. Yeah. I think that, I think that asking for help is I don't know. I think it's like, it's one of those things where I I don't know, at least when I was little, like, I just like, didn't ask for help for anything. Like it just, it, the idea of like thinking that I couldn't do something fully by myself was horrific. And I was like, I have to figure out how to do this by myself, even though I've never done it before. Right. Um, like, so I started, uh, literally three days ago, started going to these like cycling classes and I like, didn't know how to like clip in or any of that kind of stuff. Cause I'd never done that before. And I was like nervous to ask them for help. I was like, this is something I should just know how to do by myself. Right. Because somehow I was born with all of the knowledge in the universe and I just know how to do this. And I asked and they were like, yeah. And I was like, whoa, it's just. I feel like it's just something I continually learn that asking for help is just so much easier sometimes than just trying to figure out that, like figuring it out on your, you know, on your own. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That was kind of a stupid example. So sorry, but no, <laughs> I don't know. Example. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, I it's just like little day thing, you know, little everyday things that might be just a little easier if you ask someone for help or, you know, for them to guide you, whatever, whatever it is. But yeah, I don't know. Little Hannah Jane had a really hard time asking for help. And I think, you know, when I was in my relationship with my qualifier, I didn't want to ask help from anyone because I didn't want to feel, I didn't want, I didn't want to be a burden to anyone. You know, I didn't want anyone to know what was happening. I didn't want anyone to feel sorry for anyone in the situation. So I was like, well, if I just figure it out all by myself, everything will be okay and there'll be no issues. And for me, when I first walked into Al-Anon, that was like the biggest moment for me for asking for help. I was like, 
by me being at this meeting, I'm asking for so much help. And I felt so guilty. I felt so guilty and so ashamed almost because I was like, I couldn't do it by myself. Like, I can't believe that I wasn't able to do that by myself. And the more I kept going, the more I realized, wow, this is exactly why I'm here. It's because I don't have to do this by myself. And how special is that? I don't have to be alone in my misery and in my confusion and in my anger. You know, I didn't have to be alone with all of that. And, you know, I think the first time I called someone on the phone list, I was like, hmm. So I felt so weird and so guilty. And then I was like, people put their numbers there because they, 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 yeah, they're like, Hey, we're here, you know, we're here for you. And I was like, that's so cool. What? Um, so I don't know. I think that was like one of the, I mean, I think that was like the biggest overall moment for me of asking for help was realizing that I just couldn't do what I was doing by myself. And that community was like, was kind of like the safe haven, the sa- like the beacon of light that I needed. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think now when people reach out to me, it's so, it's so special, you know, whether it's like a friend from home or, you know, fr- just anyone I like, I love, I love talking to people and I love I don't have to problem solve anymore, which is super exciting for me is that, you know, I don't, I don't have to fix things. So I just literally went on such an insane tangent that made no no sense. No, I love, I love that you just brought that up because there it's, it's so important because I do the same thing like some, and I have to try really hard to not jump into that problem solving mode when somebody's sharing something with me and really just be like, all right, was this a situation where like somebody just wants me to listen mm-hmm. and just wants to vent about something or is this person actually looking for a solution? Um, yeah. So, and sometimes I don't know and I have to ask, especially yeah. like in a relationship, like talking to your partner, it's like, okay, like, like- I vent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, wait, like if they're just venting, I'm just going to be here to listen and be like, yep, yep. Like you're right. Yep. Like that sucks. I'm so sorry. Like that absolutely sucks, you know, or like if they want a solution, then like trying to like provide that like a little bit of optimism that I know I would need and like a situation that's getting me down like that too. Right. But like, sometimes I don't know what the other person needs and I have to ask um sometimes some sorry to cut you off (laughs) you're gonna go ahead I was just gonna say um I have a really hard time stopping myself from giving advice because for some reason I think that my advice is going to fix everything which is crazy because I know that's not the truth um but I I actively like notice myself you know, being like, oh, well, I would, and then I'm like, reel it back, take it back. No, no, no. This person isn't asking for that. They're just saying what they have to say. And I think that's really important in relationships, friendships, whatever, you know, it's like, hey, is this, is this moment, do you want to vent or do you want a solution? Do you want my opinion? What do you need out of this conversation? 
because I know I can be very blunt and very truthful. And sometimes that is like not what someone needs to hear. Sometimes they just, they need a hug, you know, they Mm -hmm. need, everything's going to be okay. You know, they just, that's all they need. And it doesn't have to be like, you know, oh, well, these are the steps that I would take. You should probably do this. You should do this because the truth is, is like, well, whoever it is, is going to figure it out for themselves. They're going to be able to find those steps by themselves. And I don't have to be the person that's giving it to them. I can be a friend. I can be a partner. I can be a daughter. I can do, I can be a sibling. I can do whatever I need to do in that moment. And I don't have to, I don't have to fix it. I don't have to be the fixer, which as a, as we both know, <laughs> both know that one real well but I think that kind of goes along with asking for help is that I felt like for so long I was so good at giving advice and being like the person that would help that I was like I I can't be someone who receives it it was super hard to receive the help because I don't even know why it was so hard because I love, I love helping people. I love helping. When someone asks me to help, I'm like, what do you need? Mm -hmm. I'm here for you. Whatever you want, whatever you need, whatever I'm able to give you, I will give you, you know, but receiving it is such a different, such a different story. Um, But I think it's one of those things that I've gotten a lot better at over time because it's just, it's hard to not receive help because I did that for so long and not receiving help, not being able to be vulnerable with someone when you are struggling, when you are going through it, that's, that's worse. It's a worse feeling for me. I didn't like it. I remember the first Al-Anon Zoom meeting I went to, I, I like bawled my eyes out because it was the first time in so long that I was able to kind of let my guard down and not have to caretake myself and everyone around me. You know, it was like that moment where I was able to kind of take the mask off and be like, whoa, I'm having a really hard time and I can't do it by myself anymore, you know? And it's just, you know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think- I think like what you said, like receiving help is, is like just as hard as asking for it. Um, I, I, I feel like the only times I've really ever been good at like receiving help is like when I get to that point of desperation mm-hmm. that I like, I can't do it on my own. Um, and I've come to that point a couple of times, like, not just when I got sober, but also in sobriety. Like I remember, um, you know, when I was living with my ex-partner and it was just, it was like, I, I was at a place where like, I literally did not want to go home because it was such a toxic environment. And I like found my home group that is now my home group. And I've been going to for a year and a half. Um, and I remember sitting down like in that meeting and like, there was very few, there was maybe like, I don't even know, like eight people. It was very small. And I remember sitting in the back and like 
just being like, hi, I'm Sierra and I'm an alcoholic and I'm having a really hard time. Oh, and just like bawling. Like I couldn't get any words out. I was like, I'm just having a hard time in a hard situation. <laughs> like I could not even bring myself to like say what was going on. Cause I was just so upset. Um, but that was like, that was so huge. Like I got to that point of desperation. I'm like, Oh my God, I like literally can't keep trying to like struggle and like manage this on my own. Like I need to ask for help. And I did. And then like the overwhelm of like, you know, all these women like wanting to help me was like so crazy. And then I remember too, like when I moved out of that house, which actually I was just talking today with a friend about it because it's been about a year since I moved out. And I was thinking about it and I was like, God, it was so amazing. Like, I don't even know. There was maybe like eight eight or nine like women from this meeting they hadn't even known me like for six months and they were like uh yeah we'll spend our (laughs) Hannah Jane you were there um we'll spend our whole Sunday moving you (laughs) packing up this U-Haul unloading your house all these boxes because I didn't have the money to pay for movers and like literally it was so hard for me to be like I I just like it was so stressful because I was like oh my God, like this needs to hurry up because they have to get home because I'm such, this is such an inconvenience for them. And like, they were so happy to help. Like it was not an easy move. It was going from like freaking Aurora to Denver and it was not easy at all. And I'm like driving a U-Haul for the first time. <laughs> it was so chaotic. I remember being at the U-Haul place and I was like, how do I drive this thing? And the guy's like, just don't hit anyone. And I was like, oh, but I don't know how to drive a car this big. (laughs) He was like, I don't know, like use the mirrors (laughs) and be aware that everyone on the road is going to hate you. And I was like, (laughs) it was so insane. But anyways, and then like, you know, like (laughs) you showed up for moral support, which was amazing. Um, All I could give that day. (laughs) But you were there. I was. But it was, and then just the end of the day, you know, like everybody was so um, exhausted. was like, all right, love you. I'm out. I got to go home and like, you know, get my week started. And I just want to be like, oh my God, but no, I have to buy everybody lunch. Everyone's leaving, but I have to buy everybody. I have to do something to like say thank you. Like, because nobody, nobody could possibly just do this and like not get something in return. Like, you know, um, crazy. Crazy. And like everybody was so happy to help. And it was just, it was truly like one of the most amazing things. Um, and I just remember like how hard it was to like let everybody help, but they just they just wanted to help, you know, and I didn't owe them anything. Like Yeah. It's um it's kind of a crazy thing to think about how the people around you love you and will do things for you because they love you and they care about you and that's literally all they need right it's shocking to me and I think to you as well but also we would do the same you know I know know. in a heartbeat yeah in a heartbeat so it's weird to like think that other people wouldn't do that for us yeah I don't I don't know it's asking receiving all the things around help are really hard but I think 
life is made a little bit easier when you start to realize that asking for help doesn't make you any less of a person. If anything, it makes you even more. It makes you this, I, I don't know. You're letting someone who loves you support you in a way that they can, you know, but it's really hard to receive it. It's not easy. I think it takes so much time. I mean, still, I'm, even though I ask for hope so much, it doesn't make it any less easy, if that makes sense. But every time I do it, I'm like, whoa, that was so worth it. I'm so glad I did that. I feel like for me, like another important piece of asking for help is like, I feel like not only does it help um, me not get overwhelmed, but it also prevents me from like being overwhelmed and like projecting that onto other people. Oh my God. So I don't know if that makes sense, but like, I know that if I have like way too much on my plate or like, for example, if I'm like talking to my partner and I've got like all these like fears and stresses and everything, and I just start listing it all out, it's like chaotic. And he's like, okay, slow down. (laughs) Like, you know, then it's like, I'm just projecting that. Whereas if I'm like, okay, like here's the things I've got going on right now. Like I could really use some help with this. Even if it's just like, I could use some like reassurance that everything's going to be okay. Or like just some emotional support. Like if I'm just kind of like, Hey, like I need to vent about this, like versus like, I kind of just go down this crazy, like, you know, like, (laughs) Oh my God. And then this, and then this, and then this, and then this. And it's like, it's like, that's not really fair to like put on him either. Like, you know, or my mom too. I do that to her also. Like, you know, so it's just like people in my life, like when I'm overwhelmed and I'm not asking for help, then I kind of just end up like word vomiting or like, you know, just, like, of, jumping on that. Person. Yeah, Wait, exactly. that's that's what I'm trying to do. Right. Yeah. I love that. And I think I brought this example up before, but I'm going to do it again because I think it's such a perfect example. But um, I was with my partner and I was so, I was just like having a really like bad depressive episode. And I just was really overwhelmed. I hadn't eaten in a while. And I just like, when I get into that, I, it's just kind of like, it's just everything kind of goes dark. I just, I'm having a really hard time. And I, I just felt really overwhelmed because I, you know, I had to make my bed. I had to clean my house. I had to clean my car. I had to wash my car. I had to go to the grocery store. I had to do all of these things. And it was really freaking me out and really overwhelming me. And I was totally projecting that onto my partner. I was being mean. And that's never what I want to do to someone that I love. I never want to be mean to someone that I love because I'm overwhelmed with the things that I have to do. But in that moment, I was like, I have to do all of these things and no one can help me. And it has to be all me. And they were like, well, what's one of those things in the list that we could do together to make the day a little bit easier? And I was like, I just really need to clean and wash my car. And we did it. Well, they did it, (laughs) truthfully. (laughs) But it was so helpful because it took that mental load off of me of being like, whoa, I don't actually need to do all of this by myself. I also don't have to owe this person anything. They're willing to help me because they love me and because they don't want to see me like this really overwhelmed, like horrifying mood. Yeah. It's like crazy. Right. And it was kind of wild to, for me to have 
those feelings and then feel a lot lighter when they offered their help. That was, it felt really special in that moment, knowing that I have someone by my side that is willing and able to help me make my life a little bit easier when I get overwhelmed and knowing that I can do the same for them, you know? So that was just such a cool moment of not necessarily me asking for help, but someone seeing that I needed help and them being like, what can we do to make life a little less overwhelming right now? Well, and you receiving it, like that's a big thing. Oh, you know, I was like, no, but I feel bad because you have to do all these other things. And they're like, well, I'm, I'm literally offering. So why don't we just go do it? Let's do it. And it was like the action steps for me that helped me receive it because Mm -hmm. I had, I was having a really hard time just receiving it. I was like, no, 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 but like, you're busy and you have all these other things to do. And like, this shouldn't be a priority. It's like, well, I'm already taking trash out of the car. Let's go. We're going to go. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Okay. (laughs) But it did make receiving it a lot easier when we started doing it, you know? But that was a cool moment for me because I was like, whoa, people want to help. They don't want. And also it's not fun projecting that onto someone else. I wasn't like enjoying being, you know, mean or moody or rude or cranky. I was like, I just, I just can't do it all by myself all the time. It's too hard, too hard. (laughs) Right. I feel like it comes back down to so much like communication like, I always think I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm a really good communicator. Like, that's what my resume says. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, when it comes down to it, like when all those emotions are really high and everything, like I have a hard time communicating, like, you know, and, and I feel like that's something I didn't really realize that I need to like work on, um, that now I'm like trying to work on because my partner is really good at communicating. And like, I'm just like, man, like I'm sad. (laughs) And I'm just going to act sad. And I'm not going to tell you why, because I haven't really like gotten to down to the root of why I'm sad. So I'm just going to be like kind of grumpy. Don't feel that. Yeah. You're just like, wait, like, why am I sad? Like, what what is going on here? Like, how how can I put that into words? How can I express that? How can I talk through that? Because usually once I do, then like the conversation we have like makes me feel a lot better. And I'm like, like, why, why do I just like why am I inclined to just like keep these emotions in? And so communicating emotions is very hard my for me my therapist um like a year or two ago was like you have a really hard time um I so out of pocket she's just like you have a really hard time like putting words um to your emotions and I'm like what and she's like you're not very emotional and I'm like no but like I swear I am she's like yeah, like your moods can change and stuff, but like when it comes to putting into words, like how you feel, you struggle with that. And I'm like, oh, like, and I, I totally do. And so she used to have me like get my little feelings wheel out. And <laughs> Wait, have you ever used a feelings wheel? I, I have. Yeah. So she would make me do that. And like, 
pick words. And I, and I, I should start doing that again because it really like does help me pinpoint like versus like just feeling this kind of like yuck, like frustration or sad or whatever, like inside, like not really understanding what it actually is. Cause once I can put a word to it, then I'm like, oh, that's where that's coming from. And it makes more like flows out and you're like, oh, this is okay. I'm, I'm understanding the root of it because I can finally kind of put a name to it. Right. I totally understand that. I think I am not a good communicator. (laughs) Shockingly, I am getting better over time, but I think it's taken a lot of very intentional, you know, like therapy, working on it, you know, journaling. I've always like hated journaling because this is like my weird, I I feel like I need like my, I need to be perfect in what I'm writing. And I started writing kind of messy writing. And that was really helpful to start journaling because it was like, whoa, it doesn't have to be perfect. I'm the only one reading this, Hannah Jane, (laughs) you know, but I think I like, I know when I need to communicate because I can feel it in my body, just all this stuff Mm. building up. And I'm like, I don't want to say anything. I like so hard, but then the moment that I do, I I'm like, Whoa, that was, I feel a lot better, you know? And it's also nice because I think it's helpful for the people around you to know what you're going through. And it's also, I think it also opens up space for other people to like, you know, communicate with you. Right. Partner's ridiculously good at communicating. And I'm like trying to get to that level, but I'm like, it's going to take some time, but I'm not there yet. But I feel like, I don't know. It's, it's really hard to communicate how you feel with the people that you love, because sometimes I feel bad for having my feelings, which is so wild, but I'm like, I'm like this very minor inconvenience happened. And now I'm having these like very intense feelings about this whole, this very tiny little situation, but it's like, you're, I'm allowed to feel like that. And then I can usually what happens is like, it's a really tiny thing. And then I make it a huge thing and realize what the root of that little thing was and realize, oh, it actually isn't a small thing. It's actually a pretty big thing that one very, very tiny thing triggered for me. And I'm, you know, it's like, oh, okay. I'm happy that I'm having that feeling. Let's explore it. Let's figure it out. We've talked about before, like we kind of gaslight ourselves, right? (laughs) Validate our own feelings, um, which like all there are no, my, my thing, my therapist told me was like, there are no bad emotions that just doesn't exist. There's emotions that are uncomfortable, And then there's emotions that are comfortable and like the uncomfortable emotions, they're not bad. Like they're just our emotions. Like we can't make ourselves feel bad for having a certain emotion or whatever. Like we can control how we react. We can't like, we don't get to pick and choose how we feel or how a situation or a person makes us feel. Cause that's just like inherently like what it's coming from. We can work through that and figure out like, and uncover those, you know, I don't even know, like desires or false beliefs or things like that are all like underlying, like that are maybe behind those emotions, but we can't control like what kind of emotion is like, you know, when when something happens. So I used to get, I used to feel a lot of power and being angry. And I realized that 
the power in the anger came from me masking my sadness and mm-hmm. ability to be vulnerable with how I'm actually feeling. And I'm allowed to be angry, but I realized that I was using my anger as a way to mask how I actually felt, maybe sadness or an insecurity or, you know, feeling ashamed or judged, but I, I needed to be in control. And the way that I did that was being by being angry, because when I was angry, I was powerful and I held that in me and I was, I was angry and it's not fun to be angry 24, seven hours, you know, like it's just not fun. And yeah. So I don't know. I had to say that. No, it's, it's cool. Cause it's like with this feelings wheel, it's got like, you know, six like main basic emotions. And like, so if you look at mad branching off of that is like hurt, hostile, angry, selfish, hateful, critical. And then there's ones that branch off of that. So like, for example, you know, um, branched off of the word angry is frustrated. So it's like, or hateful like irritated critical skeptical so it's like it's usually a lot more than just like I am mad about the situation right and then I know for me like that helps me get like to a better um like better understanding of what I'm feeling like this one looking at sad branched off of this is like depressed or ashamed and then a branch off of that is like stupid and I've talked about like you know it like stems from that fear of like not wanting to look stupid or like I should have known better. Right. And so it's like, it, it all stems back to me and the things that I work on and things I need to work through. So even my problems with other people or resentments against other people or, you know, um, anger and stuff towards other people or things like that still all comes back to me. Right. Like, cause like if I'm in like a spiritually fit place, like those things aren't going to bother me as much. I'm just going to let everybody have their own experiences Mm -hmm. and like have my own experience. And like, remember that I get to choose what that experience looks like. Like I don't have to take on what somebody else over here, you guys can't see my hand gestures, but there's quite a bit of hand gestures going on. Um, But like, I don't have to take on like what that person over there is experiencing. If somebody, you know, cuts me off in traffic and like honks at me and like (laughs) yells at me, like, I don't have to take on that anger. I can just let them have their own experience. And if I'm in a spiritually like good, solid place, then I'm like, okay, like they must not. I know. Campaign in the car is a whole different entity. I did the most insane thing like <laughs> a month or two ago, like or a month or two ago, and it made me realize that like I need to do something around peace and driving. <laughs> My boyfriend was driving, and someone like cut him off, and I honked the horn for him. You like reached over. I and reached honked. over, and he's like that was so wild. And I was like, that was so insane of me. Like, what am I doing? That's so crazy. So you're taking yeah. on the other person's experience and his experience. I was like, I'm feeling so many things right now. <laughs> um, just to let you know, I not perfect at all. <laughs> In any way, I'm honking other people's horns. 
<laughs> so just know that's where I am. Um, but yeah, that was crazy of me. Wow. <laughs> Wild moment in life. But back to the conversation. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think, you know, putting putting words to our emotions and actually getting to the root of it and accepting it, letting it move through our bodies, like is so important. Um, something my partner does that I've been trying to do is like, <laughs> you know, when he's frustrated or whatever, or like is told me to just like quite literally like shake it out yeah. of my body. I usually scream into a pillow. It's such like, a- Yeah, like shake my it. hands and just like let it all out. And, it, and I started doing that. It actually really helps. And it's because like, I'm just like moving the emotion, like through my body, not letting yeah. it get so stuck. Um, so what a concept, right? Crazy. <laughs> yeah. I think, but back to like the more general conversation of asking and receiving help. I think it's just so it's, it's important for me to remind myself that asking and receiving for help doesn't look the same. Uh, you know, like when I do it, I think it looks very, very different each time I do it. Yeah. I think asking and receiving help is challenging, but it slowly gets easier over time. Um, and then it gets challenging again, just depends on the situation, but progress, not perfection. Right. So exactly, I think it is, you know, it is interesting because I feel like there have been I mean, as you were saying earlier, it like kind of comes to this place of like all these emotions coming together and you kind of burst and you like have to ask for help. Um, and I just, I want to get better at like not doing that. Right. At being able to like ask for help throughout a hard time instead of it being like the hardest time and then asking for so much help there. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I, I know that will happen again for me probably, but like asking for help throughout the experience that you're having. So it's just, it's easier for you, you know, I mean, because it's exhausting, not asking for any help for so long. And then just having like this break, it's really, really tiring. Um, I think, I think you saw me when I was kind of in the space of like, you know, kind of breaking up with my ex-partner and I think everyone around me saw how exhausted I was, you know, I was so tired. I mean, I think I slept for like, I slept for so long after that experience because I was so exhausted by doing everything by myself. And I didn't want to be that. I don't ever want to be that tired again. I don't think I deserve, I don't deserve to be that tired again. And I don't think anyone deserves to be that exhausted. Um, And I think by, I think the biggest thing that I've done for myself by asking for help is just having conversations with people, you know? Because I think that is a form of asking for help, you know, like asking a person to spend their time with you to have conversations. I think that's maybe a very large unintentional way of asking for help. And I think I started doing that and being like, whoa, having conversations with other people is really helping me. So I think that help can kind of show up in really, really random ways. Um, But 
really beautiful ways, you know? I don't know if that makes any sense to anyone, but. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I was going to say like, what are, like you said, like, you know, we're trying to not let it get to that point of like, just emotion overload and like, you know, just being so overwhelming like how how do you ask for help like in little ways like along the way instead like what does that communication look like yeah I mean that's like a good question questions (laughs) well we'll figure it out we'll get back to you guys we'll, we'll let you all know no I think um I think one way I've done it where it's like I you know if like my partner's over and like, we're making a meal and I'm cleaning and I'm doing all of this. I'm like, Hey, can you take June out? And that's like so hard for me to do. (laughs) I'm like, I'm really sorry. You don't have to do that. It's totally fine. But then just asking just makes life a little bit easier. Or I'm like, Oh, well, you know, actually you could do the dishes and I can walk June. How can we like help each other right now? You know? Um, but I, I don't know. I think how do you do that? That's a good question because it's hard for me to come up with like tangible things that I do because I feel like I just do them randomly and I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, Have any examples of what you've done? Yeah. Um, it's hard. (laughs) It is really hard. (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm trying to think about like, just looking at it at like all areas in my life. What I just, I remember, um, because I, I was going through a really hard time a few months ago and I was talking about how I was kind of just like stuck and just having a hard time, like moving. Right. Um, just kind of like any, anything in my life, everything was hard. Everything felt really hard. And you were like, well, how can I support you? Like, can I, you know, check in on you? Can we, you know, like you just were really so and and I received that mm-hmm. and that felt really good to be able to be like, okay, actually that would be really helpful. You know, thank you for offering that. And it was helpful for that time that I didn't need it, you know? Um, so I think, I don't know. I think that for me, asking for help and receiving help happens every day in little like God winks, God mm-hmm. wink moments whether it's holding the door for someone or asking someone to watch my dog for the day or being like, Hey, do you mind if we like, you know, reschedule something or saying no to someone when I need, you know, to say no, um, and not feeling the burden of saying yes, because saying yes is, I do that a lot and it's really hard and can be really overwhelming. So I also think that I do little everyday things that make asking for help and receiving help a little easier for me, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I I think for me personally, like my default is to say no when somebody offers help. Like it literally without even thinking, if somebody's like, hey, do you need help carrying that? Like I'm carrying like four boxes up my fl- three flights of stairs. And I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, like that's just like my automatic response. And I'm like, what? what the hell? Yes. Like, yes, I actually do need help. This person's offering. Cause I look like I need help. Like, God, no, like that was like me at Costco carrying like 
a 45 pound bag of dog food over my shoulder. And they're like, do you want a cart? And I'm like, nope, I got yeah. it. I literally remember you calling me and be like, yeah, somebody asked if I needed help carrying it. And I was like, no, I got this 40, 50 pound of dog food on my own. <laughs> I'm proving my strength guys. No, but, but I it, don't know. I yeah, it's, it's like those little things like being like, yeah, like, yes, I, I would love some help carrying this. Like, you know, a lot easier. Thank you. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, wow, do I like want to make my life harder? Like, is that, I don't know. Am I like, I think sometimes the answer is yes. <laughs> I think it's just, it comes down to like the challenge of re- and like unfamiliarity with receiving help. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. But yeah, I think asking and receiving help can be really hard. Um, I think it's a beautiful thing to do and it's a beautiful thing to receive when you can get to that place to do it mm-hmm. and to receive it. Um, and I'm really thankful for having such supportive and loving people in my life who don't expect anything else in return, you know, right. um, because I know, I think that can be really hard for me is feeling like I have to owe someone, mm. um, you know, to keep up with the score, which is like, I don't know why I feel like that probably something in the past that I have to, you know, uncover it's, um, it's a beautiful thing to ask for help and to receive it. And I look forward to opportunities where I can help and when I can receive help in the future, knowing that I love to do that and I love to give it. And it, it's also important for me to learn to be able to receive it right. and, you know, to continue to do that. So on that note, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, we're going to wrap it up. Um Sierra is going to be away in two weeks, but, um, you will have an episode with me and a special guest, but we will miss you. Of course, Sierra. Um, and thank you so much for this conversation. It's nice to be back and nice to yeah. talk about something that can be a little hard to talk about sometimes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I know it feels good to be back. Like just like the two of us and and back to our groove so yeah I'll miss you guys in two weeks I'll be home watching my little brother graduate from college so um yeah so but um yeah I think we'll wrap it up for the day thanks for listening as always you guys and I hope you enjoy the rest of your week have a good one bye